Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we are back. Sasa tumerudi. So now let us begin the message for tonight. Sasa wacha tuanze ujumbe wa usiku wa leo. The rejected stone. Jiwe lililokataliwa. Turn with me to Matthew 21 blessed people. Geuka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 21 watu wabarikiwa. It is a beautiful chapter. Na ni sura ya kupendeza kabisa. You can literally eat it in 10 minutes just eating it like a piece of hot bread. Kimsingi unaweza kuikula kwa dakika kumi kama ukikula tu kama mkate moto. It's a very powerful powerful chapter. Ni andiko sura ambalo ni la nguvu kabisa. So the first part. Kwa hivyo sehemu ya kwanza. Matthew 21. Mathayo 21. Everybody turn with me there. Kila mtu geuka pamoja nami pale. I hope you grabbed a glass of water. Natumaya kwamba ulikunywa glasi ya maji. Coca-Cola or something Co- juice whatever it is. Coca-Cola chochote sharubati ama chochote kile. So we can start now. Ili tupate kwanza sasa. Cuz these are the powerful days when we have to make gains in the gospel. Kwa sababu hizi ndizo siku za nguvu kabisa ambazo lazima tufanye faida katika injili. Because this teaching you see here kwa, has built the foundation of the church kwa, now you are well founded on the word of righteousness and holiness sababu, and the kingdom of god kwa sababu mafundisho haya ambayo mnaona hapa sasa hivi imeweka msingi dhabiti wa kanisa sasa hivi mna msingi dhabiti kabisa katika neno la mungu na kuingia katika ufalme wa mungu what we intend to share tonight as the lead message today kila ambacho tunakusudia kushiriki usiku wa leo kama ujumbe wa mwongozo leo hii is the book of Matthew 21 ni kitabu cha Mathayo 21 verses 33 to 46 mstari wa 33 hadi 46 but i would do i would fail you if i don't touch the entire chapter lakini kama i would really fail you lakini kama sitaangazia sura yote mzima nitawakosea kabisa because from verse 1 he says Matthew 21 kwa sababu kuanzia mstari wa kwanza anasema Mathayo 21 The Jewish Messiah, the king is being presented to Jerusalem. Sehemu ya kwanza ni Masiya mfalme sasa analetwa Yerusalemu. Again I said presented, he's being presented to take the Messiah and present to them in Jerusalem. Anadhihirishwa, analetwa kwa Yerusalemu. And so, kwa hivyo, it is triumphant entry and he says, as they approach Jerusalem, walipokuwa wanakaribia Yerusalemu Remember our target our scripture for study tonight for the message we have is going to be verses 33 to 46 but now I have to mop up this to ground you in the word to establish you blessed people take advantage of this and just mature you season you in the word Kumbuka ya kwamba andiko letu ujumbe usiku leo wa leo ni kitabu cha Mathayo 21 mstari wa 33 hadi 46 lakini nataka kusoma hii yote ili kwamba nikapate kuatia munyo nipate kuatia msingi katika neno Thank you very much. So he says that as they approach Jerusalem. Anasema kwamba walipokaribia Yerusalemu and came to Bethphage, Bethphage. Wakafika Bethphage. On the Mount of Olives. Katika mlima wa mizaituni. Jesus sent two disciples. Ndipo Yesu akawatuma wanafunzi wake wawili. Saying to them akiwaambia go to the village ahead of you ingieni katika kijiji kilichoko mbele yenu and at once you will find a donkey tied there nanyi mtamkuta punda amefungwa pale with her colt pamoja na mwanapunda by her pamoja naye untie them and bring them to me wafungueni na mniletee if anyone says anything to you kama mtu yeyote akisema lolote kwenu tell him waambieni the lord ya kwamba bwana tell him that the lord needs them mwambieni kwamba bwana ana haja nao and he will send them right away naye atawaruhusu mwalete mara verse 4 this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet haya litukia ili litimie lile neno lilonenwa na manabii saying akisema say to daughter zion mwambieni binti sayuni see your king comes to you tazama mfalme wako anakuja kwako gentle and riding on a donkey ni mnyenyekevu naye amepanda punda on a colt the fowl of a donkey juu ya mwanapunda mtoto wa punda it's amazing this is the hour when the messiah when the lord god was now presenting to jerusalem her king Wa- her savior her messiah the, the messiah the mas- messiah of jerusalem is now being presented to jerusalem the jewish messiah is now being presented to the jewish people 
Hii ashangaza kabisa kwa sababu huu ndio wakati ambapo Bwana alikuwa sasa anaonyesha Yerusalemu, anamdhihirishia Yerusalemu mwokozi wake, mfalme wake. This is when now God the Father Hudio wakati ambapo sasa Mungu Baba was presenting to Jerusalem Alikuwa anamleta anamdhihirishia Yerusalemu presenting to her her king Akimwonyesha mfalme wake Ai Ai verse 6 Sita He says Anasema the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed Wale wanafunzi wakaenda wakafanya kama vile Yesu alivyokuwa amewaagiza Had instructed them And they brought the donkey and the colt. And placed their cloaks on them. And Jesus sat on them. But it's amazing also. That you really have to be awake to a big miracle that has happened here. A big wonder. Ya kwamba pia lazima upate kutambua ule muujiza mkubwa ajabu kubwa ambalo limetendeka hapa. Because kwa sababu for him to instruct just go to the village ahead of you. Kwake yeye kuamrisha tu ya kwamba nendeni kwa kijiji kilicho mbele yenu. You'll see a donkey and a colt tied. Mtaona punda pamoja na mwanapunda wamefungwa. Umefungwa kwa mti. And just begin to untie it. Na kuanzeni tu kuwafungua. And that was the means of transport then. Na hiyo ndio ilikuwa mbinu ya usafiri huko. Ai. Ai. That go there you'll just find someone's car there. Take it. Ya kwamba enda pale utapata tu gari la mtu uchukue. If they ask you. Wakikuuliza. You said the Lord needs it. Msemeye kwamba Bwana anahitaji. And they will give it to you. Na wataipatiana kwenu. That is a wonder already. Hilo ni ajabu tayari. Even that the donkeys did not give them hard time. Hata ya kwamba wale punda hawakuwasumbua. Ai. Ai. So I didn't want you to lose that. Just as Jesus had told them had instructed them. They brought the donkey and they called and placed their cloaks on them and Jesus sat on them. Wakamleta yule punda na mwanapunda nao wakatandika mavazi yao juu ya hao punda na Yesu akapanda akaketi juu yake. The book of Matthew 21 verse 8. Kitabu cha Mathayo 21 mstari wa 8. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches of trees and spread them on the road. Umati mkubwa wa watu wakatandika nguo zao barabarani na wengine wakakata matawi kutoka kwenye miti wakayatandika barabarani. What a Palm Sunday. Itoyo ile Jumapili ya mitende. And it says verse 9. Na anasema mstari wa 9. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed they shouted aloud Hosanna to the son of David Ule umati wa watu uliomtangulia na ule uliomfuata ukapiga kelele ukisema Hosanna mwana wa Daudi Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord Amebarikiwa yeye ajaye kwa jina la Bwana Blessed is he who comes In the name of the Lord. Amebarikiwa yeye ajaye kwa jina la Bwana. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna juu mbinguni. When Jesus entered Jerusalem. Wakati Yesu alipoingia Yerusalemu. The, the whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? Mji wote ukataharuki. Watu wakauliza huyu ni nani? The crowds answered. Ule umati wa watu ukajibu. This is Jesus. This is Jesus the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Huyo ni Yesu, yule nabii kutoka Nazareti katika Galilaya. Hey. Triumphant entry. Kuingia kwa kishindo. So, kwa the first part of this chapter 21 is now the king of Jerusalem is being presented to Jerusalem. Sasa sehemu ya kwanza ya hiki kitabu Mathayo sura ya 21 ni ya kwamba mfalme wa Yerusalemu sasa anadhihirishwa kwa Yerusalemu. The second part now is the purification of the temple. Sehemu ya pili sasa ni utakaso wa hekalu. He says, Anasema, verse 12. Mstari wa 12. Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all who were buying and selling there. Yesu akaingia katika eneo la hekalu na kwa kuwafukuza wote waliokuwa wakinunua na kuuza vitu huko. And he overturned the tables. Na akazipindua meza. Of the money changers. Za wale watu waliokuwa wakibadilishana fedha. And the benches of those selling doves. Na viti vya wale waliokuwa wakiuza njiwa. It is written he said to them. Akawaambia imeandikwa. My house will be called a house of prayer. But you who are making it making it a den of robbers 
But you are making it a den of robbers. Why are you doing that? Nyumba yangu itaitwa nyumba ya sala lakini ninyi mmeifanya kuwa pango la wanyang'onyi. My house shall be known as the house of prayer. Nyumba yangu itaitwa nyumba ya sala. And then when you read from Isaiah the house of prayer for all the nations. Alafu ukisoma kutoka kwenye Isaya anasemea kwamba nyumba ya maombi kwa mataifa yote. But for you are turning it into a den of robbers. Lakini ninyi mmeifanya kuwa pango la wanyang'anyi. So many cows mooing here the goats mooing here the sheep bearing there and the doves cooking there so much noise and confusion. Na ngombe wengi kabisa wakipiga kelele pale mbuzi wengi kabisa wakipiga kelele kipiga muu i've said i've said words specific words mooing there and the goats mooing here and the sheep mooing there and the doves cuckoo cooking there na ngombe wengi kabisa wakifanya muu na kisha ule wale kondoo wengi kabisa wakitoa ule mlio wa mehe na kisha wale wale mbuzi wengi kabisa wakitoa mlio wao na pia wale njiwa wakitoa ile sauti yao ya uu pale So much noise in the house of the Lord. Sauti nyingi kabisa katika nyumba ya Bwana. In the name of making profit. Katika jina la Eti kwamba kufanya faida kupata pesa. Don't you see the similarity with the present day church? Jesi mnaona kifananisho hicho na kanisa la leo hii. so much noise happening in the church today. Ile sauti nyingi kabisa kuna sauti nyingi inayotendeka okay, katika kanisa. Okay, noise is called kelele. Thank you. The, 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 There's so much noise happening in the church of Christ today. In the name of prophets. And he says verse 14. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed them all. But when the chief priest and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things He did and children shouting in the temple area Hosanna to the son of David they were indignant they were disturbed they were angry Lakini viongozi by this Lakini viongozi wa makuhani na walimu wa sheria walipoona mambo ya ajabu aliyofanya na kuwasikia watoto wakishangilia katika eneo la hekalu wakisema Hosanna kwa mwana wa Daudi walikasirika kwa jambo hili Now I can introduce you to our subheading here today Sasa ninaweza kuwatambulisha kwa mada yetu ndogo hapa the rejected stone Anasemea kwamba jiwe lililokataliwa The rejected king Mfalme aliyekataliwa The rejected Messiah whichever you want to write as your title that is the title Masia aliyekataliwa yeyote ile ambayo unataka kuandika kama mada yako So you can see the rejection already building in terms of the sections of Matthew 21 the rejection coming up Hivi basi tayari mnaweza kuona kule kukataliwa kukijitokeza kulingana na kitabu cha Mathayo 21 You can see now the rejection beginning to build up Unaweza kuona sasa kule kukataliwa kukianza kujengeka That is very key for our lead scripture Matthew 21:33 to 46 that is going to come out very key the rejected savior the rejected messiah and that is what you see the, the sanhedrin that's what they were doing there and i'll now go back there with greater depth and tell you why they rejected jesus na hiyo sasa ni nyeti kabisa kwa ajili ya andiko letu la mwongozo katika ujumbe huu kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 21 mstari wa 33 hadi 46. Hivyo basi nitarejea tena pale niwakawaambie ni kwa nini lile baraza la Kiyahudi walimkataa Yesu. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him with anger of course. Je, unasikia hayo ambayo hao watoto wanasema? Wakamuuliza kwa hasira hata hivyo. Yes, Jesus replied, "Have you never read?" Dio, Yesu akajibu, "Je, hamjawahi kusoma?" From the lips of babes, from the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise. Kutoka katika vinyo vya watoto wachanga na wale wanaonyonya, umeamuru sifa kamili. These are now the teachers of the law. Hawa sasa ni walimu wa sheria. The scribes, the writers of the law. The, the legal draftsmen, they draft the laws. Waandishi wa sheria. This is their specialty. Hii ndio ambao wamesomea utaalamu wao. And the high priests. Na makuhani wakuu. They are the ones handling the law of God. Hao ndio ambao 
together with the commander of the temple police. Remember that that commander was second in command. In fact, he was second to the high priest. And so they come out to, to, to not to assault, but to attack Jesus, to assault him, to confront him. Because they are always very busy reading. If you go to Jerusalem, it's called it's called uh, Yeshiva, Yeshiva, where they train rabbi. Rabbis. There are many others, but if you go to Yerushalayim, there's one called Yeshiva. Their work is to read the Torah non-stop, the law all the time. They're reading it all the time, all the time, just reading it. Because the time, it. And the Lord Jesus comes out when they ask him. They ask him, do you hear what these children are saying? Yes, he replied. You have, you have never read? From the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise. They are reading the Torah all the time 24-7. When they are lying, when they are walking, sometimes they are reciting as they are talking. They are very so you have to think as you continue all the time about the law. You have to have a small one that if you are standing somewhere in a line you can open and keep reading to keep your eyes away from the world. They are all the time reading the word. The Bible. And Jesus comes and asks do you mean to tell me you have never read the Bible? <laughs> I tell you. They ask him, what are these children doing? The children were singing and shouting. Hosanna to the son of David. And then they said, what is this? And he asked, do you mean to tell me you people never ever read the Bible? You have never read the Bible? Oh, you have never read the Bible. What are you trying to tell me? Are you telling me that you have never read the Bible since your mama gave birth to you? Huh? What a contestation. So that is where the rejection of the Messiah begins very severely. The rejected stone. Remember our title. The stone the builders rejected. So now we are, we are handling the realm of rejection. How he was rejected. Our title is the rejected stone. The rejected Messiah. The rejected Savior. The rejected Ted King, whichever way you want to put it. But now you can see rejection is beginning to manifest. And he left them and went out, out of the city and all the way to the city of Bethany where he spent the night. Tired of arguments with the Pharisees and Sadducees. Now look at the second parable. Look at the, the parable, the first parable in front of us here. The parable of unfruitfulness. Now I'm drawing you closer to why the Sanhedrin why the council, the supreme court of Jerusalem was talking like that to Peter and also talked the way they did to Jesus when they sentenced him to death. Now I'm bringing you to the heart of rejection. Verse 18. The fig tree with us. Early in the morning, as he was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. My Lord was hungry in the morning. Aye. 
Asubuhi na mapema Yesu alipokuwa akirudi mjini alikuwa na njaa. Bwana wangu alikuwa na njaa asubuhi. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves. Akaona mtini kando ya barabara, akaukaribia lakini hakupata tunda lolote ila majani. Then he said to it. Ndipo akawaambia, May you never bear fruit again. Wewe na usiwahi zama tunda tena. Immediately the tree withered. Papo hapo ule mtini ukanyauka. Be very careful as a church. Iwani waangalifu kabisa kama kanisa. We are now handling fruitfulness, handling fruitfulness. You are going to see very shortly. Sasa tunaangazia kuzaa tunda. Mnaenda kuona kwa So you need to start asking yourself that in my Christian life all I have learned until today is that what matters to Yahweh is fruitfulness. Am I really fruitful? Hivyo basi unahitaji kujiuliza wewe kama Mkristo ya kwamba kile ambacho nimejifundisha hadi leo hii kama mkristo ni kuzaa tunda kwa bwana Yesu Okay let me just put it properly because of Swahili here So he's saying that what I've learned as a Christian until today is that what matters most to the Lord is fruitfulness When he found that the tree was not fruitful had no fruit he cast it which speaks about a judgment coming I'm going to open it up for you For those that are not fruitful in the church ya kwamba hadi leo hii kile ambacho nimejifundisha ni ya kwamba kuzaa tunda hujalisha sana kwa Bwana. Ya kwamba je, hadi leo hii je nimezaa tunda kwa sababu anasema ya kwamba tunda ambalo halizai, mti ambao hauzai anaulaani. Hiyo ni hukumu ijayo. But when he found nothing on that tree except leaves, then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. Lakini wakati ambapo hakupata lolote tunda lolote juu ya mti huo ila tu majani ndipo akawaambia wewe na usizae matunda tena kamwe Immediately the tree withered Papo hapo ule mtini ukanyauka And when the disciples saw this they were amazed Na wanafunzi wake walipoona jambo hili wakashangaa How did the fig tree wither so quickly they asked Wakamuuliza imekuwaje mtini huu kunyauka ghafla Jesus replied Yesu akawajibu I tell you the truth Amen amen nawaambia If you have faith kama mkiwa na imani and do not doubt na wala msiwa na shaka not only can you do what was done today to this fig tree si kwamba mtaweza kufanya tu yale yaliyofanyika kwa humti leo hii but also you can say to this mountain bali hata mnaweza kuambia mlima huu go throw yourself into the sea ngoka ukatupe ukajitupe baharini and it will be done na utafanyika hivyo if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And this generation is so blessed because of the messengers that the Lord has afflicted on the earth walking in your eyes right now with God. This that can stand up and say I command you the sun to shake when I get to the meeting and the sun obeys bigger than the mountain Hallelujah This generation you are so blessed look at Litunda there Very blessed generation He's saying if you believe Whatsoever you ask for you get. In other words if you have faith in God. In other words if you are walking with God. And it's amazing. Because what is happening is this. The one that is walking in your eyes now. Bigger than the mountain. The sun is I don't know how many 1.2. 9.5 million times the earth. About 2 million earths. They feed the sun. And he commanded to shake. And the sun shakes. And he gives the prophecy December 12. And then come to December 21st. He, the sun must obey. Must. Must obey. Must. M-U-S-T caption. Must. Must obey. This generation is really blessed because what the Bible talks about you are living to see with your eyes. Somebody walking with God, walking with faith, walking with power, saying and the son obeying. 
saying and the crippled legs obey even tonight I've commanded all cripples to get up in the name of Jesus Jua, Jua is the big one Jua ni kubwa kabisa ya kwamba jua lazima litii na kutingika kabisa na kutingizika kabisa kwa fujo. So when you read the mountain here that if you believe Hivyo basi ukisoma hapa mlima You can say to this mountain go throw yourself into the sea. Ya kwamba kama mkiamini mnaweza kuambia huu mlima ya kwamba it will be done. Ukatupwe baharini while you are still marveled at the mountain. Then you find that I have already shaken the sun severally to confirm my authority. Praise the Lord. Mamlaka yangu. Mamlaka ya Bwana ambalo ameweka kona biwake. Ili kwamba kudhibitisha na kudhihirisha Hakuna binadamu wengine tena. Ameweka kwa nabii wake. Hakuna mwanadamu yeyote tena. And that's why. Na ndio sababu. I'm spoiling for a fight. Mimi sasa nimekasirika kabisa. I'm crazy about the gospel on this matter. Mimi nimekuwa mwana wazimu kabisa kwa ajili ya injili kwa swala hili. The entire generation must enter heaven. Kizazi chote kizima ni lazima sasa kingine. You have seen the unbelievable. Umeona mambo ya ajabu. I tell you. If you thought the scripture was talk about mountain and you're wondering wow how will a mountain throw itself into the sea that is so big how does that happen then now you are the sun kama mlikuwa mnafikiria kwamba biblia ilikuwa inazungumza kuhusiana na mlima na mnashangaa wao je ni vipi mlima church in keio nalibariki kanisa la keio hallelujah jesus is lord yesu ni bwana soon i will meet them so this is very big. So he's saying that over here the fig tree that is not fruitful unfruitful is cast. And there is so much here about the rejected Messiah. About the people that reject the Messiah. About the people that God invests in them. That God invests in you. And when he invests in you. And then you turn out eventually to be unfruitful. He is struck with the judgment. There is so much here coming about the future judgment. Verse 23. Now look at this now. He begins by them rejecting Jesus at the temple area. The Pharisees, the teachers of the Lord, the scribes and the elders. And then after that, Jesus now walks by a fig tree unfruitful. You know the fig tree unfruitful. And then he strikes it with a judgment. After that, then the next part now, the rejection continues. The rejecting of the stone continues. They begin to question the authority of the Messiah. The authority of Jesus. They begin to question. To question is to is to uh, in Swahili that would be what? They begin to question. No, no, no. no. There's another word in Swahili. There is a word uh, they to question Kutarao to to nini to to um to to question is kutarao and also to kukata to reject the authority. They question his authority. In Swahili, there is a word. So they begin to question the authority of the Messiah. Wananza kukata na kushuku mamlaka ya Masia. And then he goes. Let's read about it. Alafu anenda watatu isome. Verse twenty-three. Mustero ishirini tatu. Jesus entered the temple courts. This is the second day now. And while he was teaching, the chief priest and the elders of the people came up to him. Again, another confrontation. Remember our topic is the rejected stone that Peter invoked before the high court, the supreme court, the Sanhedrin, the council, the Jerusalem council. 
Yesu alipoingia hekaluni viongozi wa makuhani na wazee wa watu wakamjia alipokuwa anafundisha na kusema So you can see now when he opens and begins to teach pay go and confront him Hivyo basi mnaweza kuona kwamba wakati sasa anapokuja na kuanza kufundisha wanaenda kukabiliana naye So the elders of the people came to him Hivyo basi viongozi wa watu wakaja kwake By what authority are you doing these things they asked These are more like people who did not sleep yesterday. These are more like people who do not did not sleep yesterday. Yesterday when they saw him raising cripples and healing the lame and the blind. And then he went back to Bethany. They did not sleep. It was nagging them. It was in their minds. They were waiting for a second opportunity. If we ever see him we'll come front him so he appeared and in the midst of rejecting her savior Yeru- right now Yerusalemu sasa hivi wako katikati kabisa ya kumkatamwa kozi wake and who gave you that authority Jesus replied look at the look at the answer look at the answer Yesu akajibu tazama hilo jibu I will also ask you one question if you answer me I will tell you by what authority I'm doing these things Nami nitawauliza swali moja kama mkinijibu mimi nitawaambia ni kwa mamlaka gani ninafanya mambo haya John's baptism where did it come from Ubatizo wa Yohana ulitoka wapi Was it from heaven or from man Je ulitoka mbinguni au kwa wanadamu They discussed it among themselves and said Wakaanza kuizungumzia miongoni mwao wakasema If we say from heaven Tukisema ulitoka mbinguni They will ask Atatuuliza Then why didn't you believe him But if we say from man we are afraid of the people for they hold that John was a prophet indeed greater than a prophet Mana wote wanamtambua kwamba Yohana alikuwa ni nabii mkuu kuliko nabii So they answered Jesus Hivyo wakamjibu Yesu We don't know Sisi hatujui We don't know Hatujui We don't know Hatujui Shaking heads wakitingiza vichwa vyao Then he said Halafu akasema Neither will I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things Wala mimi Hallelujah Wala mimi The confrontation has begun Jerusalem has begun to bitterly reject her savior. Wala mimi sitawaambia ni kwa mamlaka gani ninatenda mambo haya makabiliano yameanza. Hivyo basi Yerusalemu kwa uchungu kabisa wameanza kumkatamwa kozi wao. Just hold on there because I will come to the church. This is an opener for our lead scripture 33 to 46. Sikilia tu pale nitakuja kwa kanisa kwa sababu hili ndilo andiko letu la muongozo. I will show you the rapture church. Nitawaonyesha kanisa la mungu. There is so much I want to pull up to help you along the way. Na kuna mengi kabisa ambayo ninataka They knew very well that John came testifying that the Messiah is coming. The Lamb of God is coming. John came preaching the truth of God. Repent and turn away from sin and be holy. John came preaching exactly as the one you see talking to you today. Repent. And turn away from sin. And be holy. Repent. The Messiah is coming. Repent. And prepare the way. Repent. And believe the gospel. And be baptized. Repent. 
tubuni. So they knew that John prepared the way for the Messiah. Kwa hivyo walijua ya kwamba Yohana aliandaa njia kwa ajili ya Messiah. He came preaching the truth of God. Alikuja akihubiri ukweli wa Mungu. And he came announcing that the Messiah is coming. Na alikuja akitangaza ya kwamba Messiah So he was talking about the Messiah that is coming. The same way you see the one in front of you here. Kwa hivyo alikuwa alikuja akizungumza kuhusiana na Messiah anayekuja vile vile ambavyo mnaona na yeye azungumzaye pamoja nanyi leo hii mbele yenu. So they knew. Kwa hivyo walijua. That if they said John's baptism came from heaven then he would ask them then why don't you believe you know who is talking to you. Ya kwamba kama wakisema ya kwamba ubatizo wa Yohana ulitoka mbinguni basi watamuuliza atamuuliza bado inahusiana na mwokozi aliyekataliwa jiwe lililokataliwa ambaye Petro alizungumza kumuhusu pale mbele ya baraza la Wayahudi je muona jinsi ambavyo nimewafungulia kwa upana kabisa na katika vilindi na ya nguvu kabisa first 28 mstari wa 28 what do you think je muonaje there was a man who had two sons mtu mmoja alikuwa na wana wawili he went to the one the first one alimwendea yule wa kwanza and said son go and work today in the vineyard akamwambia mwanangu nenda ukafanye kazi kwenye shamba la mizabibu leo i will not he answered but later he changed his mind and he went yule mwanawe akamjibu mimi sitakwenda baadaye akabadili mawazo yake akaenda then the father went to the other son kisha yule baba akamwendea yule mwanawe mwingine and said the same thing akamwambia vile vile and he answered naye akajibu i will sir nitaenda bwana but he did not go lakini hakuenda which of the two did what his father wanted jani yupi kati ya hao wawili aliyetimiza kile alichotaka jesus is talking to jerusalem is talking to the congregation of the hebrew people kumbuka yesu anazungumzia yerusalemu anazungumza na ule umati wa watu wa Hebrania anawafundisha So everything is very incisive very directed Hivyo basi kila kitu kimeelekezwa kabisa about the rejection Kuhusiana na kule kukataliwa The capstone lile jiwa la pembeni That has become the cornerstone Ambalo limefanyika jiwa rejected stone jiwa The rejected savior The rejected messiah The rejected king of Jerusalem Falme aliyekataliwa wa Yerusalemu Then you see which of the two did what the father wanted Jeni yupi kati ya hao wawili alifanya kile ambacho baba alitaka The one that is a wild olive yule ambaye ni zaituni mwitu yule ambaye ni zaituni mwitu that said no me i will not do ambaye alisema kwamba hapana sitafanya hivyo but changed the mind and was grafted to the tree lakini akabadilisha mawazo yake naye akapandikizwa kwenye mti and the one that was on the tree naye ambaye alikuwa kwenye mti and that was plucked off because said i will do but did not do na akatolewa kwa sababu alisema kwamba nitafanya lakini sitafanya then he asked them alafu akawauliza which of the two sons did what his father wanted je kati ya hao wana wawili nani aliyefanya kile ambacho baba yao alitaka the first they answered wa kwanza wakajibu and i like the way jesus directs the answer to the question to them so that they give the answer themselves as in they are talking about their situation In so doing is causing them to pronounce their tongues their situation that it could awaken their hearts on the deplorable state they are in na ninapenda kabisa jinsi ambavyo Yesu anaelekeza hayo maswali kwao kana kwamba wapate kufanya maamuzi na kupata kupambanua hali zao kupata kufikiria hali zao na kupata kuamua hali zao Jesus said to them Yesu akawaambia I tell you the truth Amen amen nawaambia The tax collectors Watoza ushuru and the prostitutes na makahaba they are entering the kingdom of god ahead of you wanawatangulia kuingia katika ufalme wa mungu did you understand every parable here every scripture here was by design directed to minister to israel her rejection of the stone kila mfano hapa kila mfano hapa kila andiko hapa ilikuwa kwa mtindo makusudi kabisa ilikwamba ilielekezwa kwa Israeli ilikwamba kuambia kuhusiana na jiwe lililokataliwa 
Okay, whatever. So he says, they say the first one they answered. They say, he say, Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. So Jesus was talking about them. He was saying that one son is already inside. And he's told, go and do. And he said, yes sir, I will do. And then he does not. The other one is wild out there, the wild olive. And he's told, can you go to the shamba and do this work? The vineyard. And he says, I will not do. And then turns around and does it. Which of the two did what his father wanted? Then he causes them themselves in the temple to answer him back. And then next. Very powerful blessed people. Then now he goes to the parable of the tenants. That is now our lead scripture tonight. You said again another one talking about the rejection of the Messiah. Why Peter stood before them and pronounced to them and quoted to them the stone they the builders had rejected became a cornerstone. Listen to another parable, verse 33. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it. He dug a wine press inside it and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. Remember that time, if you wanted to make money, to make cash, to be wealthy, you would build a vineyard. So there was a way you had to build the vineyard. You had to plant, of course, the vines. But you had to build a wall around it because there were some wild animals that can come in at night and eat. Like the wild pigs, the wild what, they move in and eat. They can eat things. They can eat the fruits of it or whatever. So you had to do a perimeter wall, security wall. And also because it's a heavy investment, you'd have to put a wine press there so that now, of course, you have to produce what you're producing, the wine. Some rich wine and quality wine. And then at the center you have to put a watchtower. That is now your stronghold. That is your security. That is your safety. And he's saying that there is a landowner that planted a vineyard. He set it up and he built a very nice wall to secure it. Meaning it's a treasure to him. It's an investment for him. 
and his heart is in it. And he cares about it so much and his heart is in it. And then he put a watchtower for security to secure it. Because you can be up there with a sling and a stone. If bad people are coming from far, you can hit them from far. And you can press what is called kingora, an alarm for people to know bad people are coming. And so, he set it up like that. And after he set it up, he went away on a journey. And then now, in those days, when you build a vineyard like that, you were entitled, when you rent it out to a tenant, you were entitled to about 50% or more, maybe 60% of the produce. And that's why you see he sent his servants to come and see the fruitfulness to take the fruit, the harvest. You understand the parable of the fruitfulness, the fig tree. Coming to see the fruitfulness. And you'll see who those servants are in a moment. Again, you built a vineyard. You invested on the wall, perimeter wall, to secure it well, to keep it safe because it's treasure to you. You don't want it to be invaded and destroyed. So you want to save God it very well with the wall or the stone tablets. I don't want to say. I don't want to say what, what the wall is. And you secured it well. And then you planted it. And then you put the watch tower. Who is your tower? To secure it from bad people. And then it totally covered it very well and secured cured it with wall. And even gave the scripture of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14 and 18 and say, what do wickedness and, and, and holiness and, and, and wickedness have in common? What do righteousness and wickedness have? So he really secured it. He put a wall. But let us begin with Israel first. Now somebody understand me that the owner of the vineyard, the owner of the land, he planted vines. Do you understand me? Hallelujah. And he says, then he sent his servants to go and get the harvest, the portion, his ration, his percentage. When the harvest time was approaching, when the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect the fruit. In other words, to get the fruitfulness. And then he says, verse 35, the tenants seized his servants and they beat one and killed another and stoned the third. Then he sent other servants to them. Hey, how long suffering is the land owner? How long suffering is the land owner? He sent his servants to go and collect his portion, the fruitfulness, the fruit of his investment. They took one and beat. They beat her. Parally. Another one they killed. Another one they stole. Then he sent others. Can you imagine? He sent others. The tenants seized his servants and they beat one and killed another and stoned the third. Verse 
36. Then he sent other servants to them more than the first time. And the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his own son to them. They will respect my son. He said. But when the tenants saw the son. They say to each other. Aha. Aha. This is the hair. This is the one that inherits. Come let us kill him. And take his inheritance. So they took him. And threw him out of the vineyard. Remember outside the gate. They threw him out of the vineyard. And killed him. Verse 40. Therefore. When the owner of the vineyard come. What will he do to this team, to these tenants? Jesus is asking them to give him the answer. Je, Are you seeing this now? Je, nini, Jesus is asking them the question that they may speak with their tongues as they answer him back. So that later he will tell them why what they have said. Yesu anawauliza hili swali ili kwamba wao wenyewe wapate kumjibu na ndimi zao ili kwamba baadaye apate kuambia kwa nini wamesema hivyo. Therefore when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to these tenants? Kwa hiyo huyo mwenye shamba atakapokuja, atawafanyia nini hawapangaji? He sent the first servants. Akamtuma watumishi wa kwanza. They beat one thoroughly. Walimtupiga mmoja vikali. They killed another. Wakamua mwingine. The third one they they they, they stone. Watatu wakampiga na mawe. Then he sent more. They treated same. Then he said no, they will respect my son. Once they see him, this one they will respect. When he went there, they said, aha, this is the heir to the throne. This is the heir to all this property. Let us go catch him and kill him. I am talking about the rejection of the stone. The rejected stone. The rejected Messiah. I'm talking about what Peter pronounced before the Supreme Court of Jerusalem when they had shut down the gospel with one ruling like this. Zungumza kuhusiana na kile ambacho Patrick alisema